Hi, this is Amrita Sukumar and I am bringing to you this podcast called Unsettling. Look around you. Everyone is trying to create their own story. Make a tiny change in someone's life by just following their passion and in turn inspiring the others to follow suit. This podcast brings to you stories of people who have defied the definition of settled set by the society and have created their own. They have found happiness in their version of settled. What is yours? Today I have with me someone who said that I can lose 30 kgs in 3 days uh, in my dreams. She believes that the best way to stay healthy is to bring about a holistic change in one's lifestyle rather than running behind fad diets. Just eating right is not enough, but a overall change in one's daily schedule is to be made. To know more about nutrition and the impact on our life, let me welcome today's guest, Saili Velankar. Hi Saili, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good too. How how has your life been so far? I heard like we had planned the entire podcast quite early, but now you have transitioned <laughs> into another country altogether. How is it? Altogether, <laughs> yeah, it's going good. Like only the weather is a challenge here, but apart from that, everything is fine. Yes, yes, it's a refrigerator. I have been told. My mom keeps telling that uh, you don't have to invest in one. ंगलाइकेंगे Yes, okay. actually. Uh, so the nutritionist I, I was, was talking about on uh, my post that was this one, this this one. Yes, we had asked questions ages ago, and we are going to answer them right now. Oh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do it better. Yes, Saili. Uh, I would like to begin the episode by asking you okay. what helped you decide to pursue this journey of becoming a nutritionist. Ah, uh, okay. so it's more over like a career journey like not a career journey but it's more over my own personal journey rather than the career it came very later in the life so as a kid i've always had an autoimmune disease called urticaria it's a skin disease basically so which i've had as a kid i never knew what it was or i never knew also that it was an autoimmune thing but i discovered it pretty late in the life when i started you know taking my medical school so that is how i realized that i've had an autoimmune disease in the childhood and maybe on and off i might have certain episodes late in life as well but then uh yeah so that was my story as a kid okay. i've always been on the higher side of the weight till probably my 12th standard you can say or even till second year of my medical school i was pretty obese you can say mm-hmm. so lately i also started like you know getting pcod as a part and parcel of it like it all comes in one go like nothing develops overnight okay and yeah so and then one fine day like everybody i also wanted to lose weight <laughs> and not one fine day i was doing it every one fine year you can say <laughs> everything <laughs> i have tried almost on me first Uh-huh. and then i started working out and then maybe i started getting like making a better choices because i was staying out in pune that time 
as a student so hmm. whatever better options i could choose i always tried to do that and i tried to work out a little bit here and there so i've made friends along the journey and that's how basically that motivated me that you know many people need this as a as a combination of a doctor along with the nutrition studies because even if your doctors know nutrition hmm. it is very limited it is not right. that wide as a study or as a subject that we study it so maybe i just started studying it along the way for myself and for obviously some patients with autoimmune diseases that i was looking up around me while mm-hmm. i was you know working with one of my professors right so that's how i was motivated enough to do that and then while i was studying maybe i figured out that okay this has a lot of sense in everybody's life and if food could be your medicine in certain way like not complete medicine medicine but if it can help you then i guess there are very uh, minimal diseases that really you will go back to medicines correct because if you can manage all of them through your food mm-hmm. i guess that is the healthiest way of dealing with it like so that, so that was my journey that is how you started so exactly. uh, as you said you changed your lifestyle and that is how you were able to reverse this yes. autoimmune disease to an extent uh yes. so how how has this holistic change in your lifestyle benefited you would you recommend that everyone follow okay. it uh, yeah of course <laughs> and right now you know while i was studying in my last year and we used to have a lot of people coming in and talking to us uh-huh. so i remember one uh, one of my sir he was telling us that you know uh, this era like if you want to be successful practitioners what you have to focus is all the lifestyle disorders right. and in a way metabolic disorders like one of them would be metabolic ones mm-hmm. so he said if you want to really have a good practice you have to study lifestyle disorders okay the only reason being uh, lifestyle has gone wrong with all of us yes like yes. it's probably all the 90s kids and henceforth we all have a bad lifestyle and <laughs> we all are uh, yeah we all are the result of bad lifestyle so and holistic means it starts from when you sleep hmm. and how you sleep it's hmm. that's basic or okay. how you breathe and are you subtle and calm while you breathe are you breathing to your fullest capacity it starts from there you know holistic doesn't mean like tomorrow morning you will wake up and buy like you know visit the nearest nature station buy all the celery and <laughs> gucci berries and all of that holistic doesn't start from there Uh-huh. holistic starts from how you sleep are you enough sound while you sleep or you know it's 3 in the night and somebody is you know uh, probably texting you on whatsapp and you're still with that phone Here probably you know searching under some other pillow and bringing it up to you and seeing what's happening that's not the sleep what i mean uh-huh. so it starts from that it's very basic but you know you have to make these changes it is uh, okay i i should ask you this huh. uh, how many times do you think you chew your food i like one bite how many times do you think you chew your food on i know i was supposed to chew it for 32 times but i don't count it <laughs> i've lost four yeah. of my teeth so so I... whoever is on podcast today you can do this small exercise like whenever you have your next meal whatever it is Uh-huh. just try and figure out and like you and your family members it is not more than 12 like 
maximum you would find is 12 to 14 like that's that's the maximum count i have ever gotten like 3 years of whatever career i have okay so it's bad because your mouth was given for a purpose and it has some help in the digestion system altogether yes yes that is true so it's not about you going on to salads and soups when it comes to holistic it starts from the See, whatever lifestyle you had or whatever you, wherever you are, you might be in the stage of study. Like I've always had clients who are like, you know, bachelors and they're students. Mm -hmm. So they were not even allowed to cook. And they used to be like, how can we do this? Mm. So I, and even I was in the same stage while I was doing all of it. I was in the same stage of my life where I was a student and I was not allowed to cook for certain where I was staying. Exactly. So whatever basic things you can do is you can you can improve your overall being you know how mm. you are as a person mm. not every instagram story should make change in your life <laughs> <laughs> that happens so your stress starts from that level yes. like now as as all of us we have a lot of social media around us mm -hmm. so when i tell people that you know i will be also giving you certain meditation schedules and they're like how does that matter and i'm like no that does matter like right. it, it might not matter right now, but it will matter after three months. And that is what I want. So, exactly. so the basic thing is, you know, I should, like, I always feel oxygen is what we are going to, you know, we live on or we thrive on. Now, mm -hmm. COVID, everybody knows what pulse ox is and what oxygen pressure means and oxygen mm -hmm. tension is 95 and 100. And if it goes down, you have to go. All of us know this now. Correct. So that means we need a lot of oxygen in the body. And to do that, we should breathe in right and we should breathe out right. So okay. if we are stressed entire day, our mm. breathing has changed. So it starts from controlling your breathing pattern first of all. And that is not going to happen if you sit and you know start meditating for one hour. If I tell you to do that, next week you will say bye-bye to me. <laughs> and oh, you will find you will another become, person. I would become very restless. Uh, yeah, time. exactly. I don't yeah, because we cannot sit at one place for one hour. No, that is going to be a big time challenge for all of us now. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, I'm I'm very jittery. Uh, you know, I feel that now I'm very addicted to my phone. I mean, I don't know how many people will agree. Yeah, all of us. All of us are. So uh, we want even, information all the time. Unnecessary, but we want it. <laughs> exactly. So even when I'm talking to you, uh, I make yeah. sure that my phone is a little far away because what happens. <laughs> It, yes, it has become a habit now, you know, to take the phone and just check the notifications for no joy. Yeah, unnecessarily. Uh, unnecessary. <laughs> it's a reflex action. There is no notification on my phone. I know that <laughs> there's no buzzing, nothing has happened. But I want to see, did I get a message from somebody? Did I miss an email? Did I miss something that, you know, could have changed my life? Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. it doesn't, honestly. And, yeah, uh, exactly. And when you speak about breathing, Saini, how can I... Mm -hmm. Controlling my breath all the time is what you're saying. How do I? I am not saying all the time. You know, when I ask my clients, I always say you start from doing ten deep breaths, like ten huh. nice deep breaths early in the morning when you wake up, mm -hmm. and when you go back to bed every day night, you start doing ten deep breaths. Like deep breath, according to me, is nothing but at your own comfort. You deep, like you breathe in. To your fullest. You hold. If you can hold. Great. If you can't hold. Forget it. And then just breathe. Slowly breathe out. 
that's okay. it that's what i mean no pranayam no technique no sitting in certain posture nothing do it in whatever posture you like hmm 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 because you know that temperament you should develop the temperament of meditation it is not going to come in one day correct it is not it is going to take years together to do that yes so sure. what you can do minimum is because when you start doing this kind of breathing every day uh-huh. you will see benefits of it okay so and whenever you are stressed next time your body will automatically try to sit down and breathe yes true because we all are running on you know higher cortisol level throughout the day like throughout the night because we don't sleep early we are like awake unnecessarily sometimes mm-hmm. yeah if it is out of work it is okay i understand that's what that's your bread and butter like you know we cannot be coming in between that exactly but somewhere you have to like for your bread and butter if you're doing it then mm-hmm. somewhere that bread and butter is costing you more than what it should be exactly so yes yeah so there's no that's point better, in doing if you don't have your health you cannot even have that bread and butter that you are so exactly you <laughs> running behind uh, so yeah, yeah. what i take away from this is one try to sleep on time which is unfortunately not happening because we are uh, stuck to our phones and uh, also breathe yeah. breathe as much as possible sairi i just wanted to ask you so what are the major yeah. lifestyle changes uh, that any common man should make right now like not right now of course as you said it is an eventual process uh, it should yeah. happen over maybe Six oh, months. But what are the lifestyle yeah. changes that we should make in our life? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, first of all, uh, try to have good sleep of at least seven hours at a stretch in the night. Hmm. Okay. And if not possible, maybe you can take one or two naps throughout the day if your nights are that bad. Like you cannot sleep for more than five hours in the night. Hmm. try to take a nap of at least 15 20 days throughout the day any time whenever you have time in whatever position wherever you are so okay. that's okay yeah i mean it's irrespective of where you are it's just that your mind or your brain needs to shut down for some time and then you will be fine uh second is your ideally if your sleep is concerned it is good if you have nothing to do in the night maybe you should be sleeping around say 10 10:30 or 11 or if not that at least try to keep one time when you sleep every day mm-hmm. so that will be really helpful that one time of going to bed and one time particular time of waking up that will help you a lot in setting up your biological clock in itself correct so that helps you in improving your hormonal health a lot because your hormones are all around your biological clock okay so if you can improve that keeping up one time is going to help you definitely mm-hmm. second is at least doing 10 to 15 deep breaths every day at least twice or thrice if you have time thrice nothing like that mm-hmm. but at least twice okay. in a day mm-hmm. that's minimum and uh, moreover after that your breathing is done Hmm. then if you spare some time at least some good 30 minutes of exercise okay. it can be anything like it can be as simple as walking in your own living room hmm. it's fine for me even if you do that but then start doing something it can be as simple as climbing stairs of your own building or hmm. uh, maybe walking below in your own parking lot or maybe on the terrace if you can mm mm-hmm. 
so it can be as simple as that or just walking and then if you don't have time for this 30 minutes throughout the day hmm. maybe what you can do is you can start doing some activity every one or two hours for like 30 seconds at least like whenever you are doing any work you can just wake up from your place do some 10 rounds in your hall or living wherever you are and like you're done you can again go back to your work or whenever you're talking on phone over the call maybe you can just start walking or do some 10 squats for like 10 seconds and it's done like in 20 seconds you will be done so that way you can keep yourself active because we all have become very sedentary and this work from home thing is ruining that yes. even more yes i yeah. think i'm the only so, active person right now <laughs> Uh, since I'm talking on the podcast, and I said like you know you should walk uh, while talking on the phone. <laughs> I I cover my ten thousand steps. That is happening. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can count the number of steps, nothing like that. But then it is okay. <laughs> But then I I always tell my clients that make sure you're going to do that exercise, and then by the watch to you know count the number of steps. Yeah. Otherwise, you will go and buy stuff, and you won't use it. So there's no point doing all of it. No, so award every- yourself after yeah. doing all of this for a month. Everything is on your phone now. Even the steps are counted yeah. on your phone. Yeah, just yeah. the phone is exactly. always there. It's like an extension of my arm, so <laughs> it's there. It, I it counts yeah, the there. steps also. <laughs> I am yeah. So. Yeah. Your sleep, your uh, breathing, and your exercise is three. fourth thing i always tell it is little weird but you should always have at least one hobby that you have always had as a kid oh. so it might be anything it okay. might be painting it might be singing anything any damn thing on the planet is fine hmm. but then you should always keep at least one hour a week or like two hours a week where you go back to your hobby because that was maybe your way of expression hmm. that's how you have always you know bursted your stress out in a way oh. so it can be anything uh-huh. it can be literally anything <laughs> i mean if you like cleaning just do do cleaning your own room or whatever it is it can uh-huh. be that basic so nothing like you know playing squash and all of that fancy stuff <laughs> so <laughs> very basic is also fine but then just do it or maybe reading a book so the kindle mm-hmm. is not going to give you that joy uh-huh. i know the content is same but maybe you can just go back to the book again I Eat did once in a once in a week. I should be like one hour a week should be fine for that. So one to two hours a week, you should always do that. Yeah. That will always help you being yourself and Correct. being within, like you know, being in touch with your own self of what you want to go ahead with and not be influenced by the social media. I, <laughs> so as all of us are, <laughs> I agree. And that's uh, very important. I, That is true. Last last week only, um, mm-hmm. I have this loft that is completely empty, and I wanted mm-hmm. some kind of decor. And as mm-hmm. you said, as a child, I like to paint a lot. I got mm-hmm. uh, these six frames that I got for really cheap on Amazon, and I, mm-hmm. I I got back to painting because I had to fill those frames. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason. So when I started painting, I realized that I forgot everything around me. Forgot what is happening. <laughs> I, Forgot yeah, I forgot. I didn't care who is listening. What uh, you know, noises are going on the street. Mm-hmm. Completely engrossed. Mm-hmm. So when exactly. you said that, you know, you should go back to your hobby. I realized that I did it after a lot of years when I was sitting and actually engrossed in painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gave me a lot of joy. And now that joy that you know, you should do it once a week. 
find time to do so maybe i'll change the paintings every week <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i have experienced after like i have had quite a few menopausal females or you can say the probably the uncles also in the age of like 40 40s and 50s huh. they always tackle the sleep issues because of hormonal imbalances and also because of some stresses of life that they all have Okay. So, because all of these people in forties and fifties have pubertal kids <laughs> who are in their adolescence, and like you okay. know, hormones are hitting them. So both are at the peak of peaks of their life. One is declining, when one is just rising up every day, and yes. then it's a big mess in the house. Always, this combination is bad, but it's there in every house. So these uh, like forties, fifties guys, they always face a lot of issues with the sleep. like mm-hmm. especially like you must be also seeing your mom sometime not sleeping well so mm-hmm. the moment they go back to their hobbies even once or twice in a like week the sleep improves immediately like mm-hmm. because that was what they used to enjoy and now in the entire you know raising the family and you know being the family mm-hmm. they have just forgotten all their <laughs> lives in a way right so yeah your lifestyle changes we have covered four of them <laughs> yeah and the food is the fifth one that everybody wants to know or must be curious about <laughs> so in food the basic first thing comes is water we water. are unaware completely of the fact that how much water we drink every day hmm. so at least an average human being should have like 12 to 14 glasses of water every day irrespective of the season and whatever like, to wherever you it, it was 8 to 10 Oh, it is like approximately twelve to fourteen glasses a day, okay. and uh, considering your one glass is around two hundred ml, like two hundred to two fifty ml approximately. Like unnecessary. Like this is an exception to people who have kidney problems or okay. who have been put on certain medications to control their water intake. So mm-hmm. those are obviously except like exempted from this example. Okay. But everybody else. definitely should have like at least 12 to 14 glasses of water so because half the times you are not hungry and mm. you are thirsty and you don't understand it and you go and eat <laughs> that happens many a times so yeah so whoever mm. like these young uh, kids who come to me i always tell them whenever you are hungry you will go and have a glass of water first mm. you will wait for 10 minutes and then you will go back to food if you are still hungry You sound exactly like my mom right now because she also tells, "Khana wana nahi milega, jaake pani piyo." Yeah, but as an adult, we also have to do the same thing. So next time, like unnecessarily, if you're hungry, sometimes huh. just go back to a glass of water, stay there for like ten minutes, and you have food. Like we all have food in our house. We are not short of food. Correct. You no need to go here and there, search out, go dig out the fridge, dig out the big big cupboards, like whatever. What is kept where? Mm-hmm. It is not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is one thing, and secondly, eating out has a lot of impact on your body. It mm. has almost become an addiction for all of us. We yes. are addicted to certain foods. Like you know, we I have seen uh, kids or maybe even people of my age and even elder to me. Sometimes they have particular dishes, cravings for particular restaurants. Mm-hmm. so it has become that particular that i want this pizza from this store i want this rice from this restaurant i want this burger from this restaurant i want this dosa from this place so yes it has become place specific 
and there is something called as msg which every restaurant uses in every food that they make no matter how authentic the restaurant is and no matter how organic the flow looks like mm-hmm. yeah so if you have any friends in the restaurant industry just ask them how the dosa becomes that better and how my mom cannot make that same dosa correct if it's that organic your mom should be making the same dosa so one day ask your mom to put msg instead of normal salt and the dosa will be exactly same as the restaurant oh so, so it's like yeah. an addictive thing it's more yes. like oh. so even in dosas and idlis and upmas and pohas that you eat in the restaurant it, they all have msg at the end of the day so msg is nothing but the monosodium glutamate also called as ajinomoto we know that ajinomoto is bad but msg has 20 different names mm-hmm. i'm going to write a short post on msg in maybe coming few days Okay. So I will be writing vegetable protein, mm-hmm. then uh, vegetable gum. Mm-hmm. These are also the names for MSG or Ajinomoto, which is there in all your biscuits, all your packet food, everything. Oh my God! So okay. it starts from yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you should be reading the label out well, uh-huh. because all these are just the names for MSG. in the food that you are going to eat vegetable protein is nothing but msg because monosodium glutamate is nothing but a protein molecule at the end of the day it is glutamate it has a complex yeah it has same structure as a protein molecule so at the end of the day it is going to be nothing but ajinomoto in everything that you eat from outside so we so yeah. you think that i cannot eat junk at all or See, it is not like you not having junk at all. But how oftenly you had junk while you were a kid? <laughs> As a kid, I did. But I think when I started to the moment you start yeah. owning is the moment when you go out and yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. So exactly. Was, uh, See, I get it. You having like one meal outside, or maybe one dinner, one lunch, one whole probably day outside once in like two to three weeks once. Hmm. but i guess that should be reasonable enough like not more than that is i i don't think you should be going and then you have option of making things at home always okay so if that is possible it is ideally advisable to do that secondly see there are times when you have to go out and when you have to eat Hmm. there is no option for you to do that in that case it is fine i mean you are also helpless if you are staying outside and you right. have no cooking access on that note it is fine mm-hmm. but otherwise if you are not put in that situation i would not suggest that you do that see having junk probably once in a week is fine or like if you are going to have a full whole meal throughout the day outside then maybe one day in like 15 to 20 days should be enough Mm-hmm. and then we know that somebody has a party and somebody has this so you you can plan accordingly i guess mm-hmm. like we do plan our finances right <laughs> exactly. we have certain things or certain commitments to go for we do plan our finances well so i guess this should also be the planning more over rather than doing all of it hmm that yeah. that so i do. always tell the wives that you know nowadays now everybody is at home So no. I always tell, give your kids vegetables to clean. They will do it and they will enjoy it more. Hmm. You know, make your kids work at home. Correct. Because that's what they're supposed to do. What if your kid walks out in the, you know, eleventh standard, twelfth standard? They go out and stay, and they even don't know how to buy a vegetable. 
Correct. So make your kids do that. Don't take everything on your head. It is not going to help you. Hmm. Let them do it. Let them do the vegetables. Let them decide the vegetables for the week. They have all of it. And right now the syllabus is really good as far as the <laughs> education is concerned. Like yes. they know more about farming and all of that that we were not so aware of uh-huh. in our times. At least I wasn't aware of so much. So no, no, no. involve a family in certain things, planning all of all of such things, you know. So that when kids plan it for themselves, they're not going to complain to you that why you made it. That's the easiest part of it. Exactly. That they only plan. <laughs> you can always go back. So yeah, while I help kids out, I always do that. I tell them to plan the menu. I said, you plan the menu. So nobody's going to be responsible for that. It. That's smart. This I'm going to use. I think my mom did not know this. That is why she has so much trouble with us. Like, no, we will not eat this. I am going to do it. I say to every kid who says, we will not eat this, you give him a grocery list and say, now you plan. And these are like 15 options. You tell me, Monday will this be made and then you have chosen. So, I am not responsible for yes. this. Yes. You want to have a trouble. So, Saili, uh, moving on to the next question. Do you... Uh, yeah. you support the whole idea of losing 30 kgs in 3 days one second i think <laughs> if i would have i would have done that i would have been the first you know first person in the queue to get that service done on myself <laughs> me like, too yeah because this is this could be Google. done only if you are undergoing liposuction <laughs> okay. this is possible no because like people are going to go inside you and take things out and it comes back again of course so when you go on google and yeah. you know that is the first thing that is our first go to when we want to lose weight and we want to lose weight fast we don't realize that we took a lot of effort to put on this weight uh exactly. and that going away so fast so the first thing <laughs> like um i want to lose 30 kg in 3 months because i have to fit into a, something or i have a party or uh, i have to look good for a certain day yeah. so what is your say on these modern diets that keep on showing up on our phones and on the internet <laughs> okay so my only like you know my only question to all of all of the people who ask me about such things is did you gain all of it in 3 months or like whatever whatever time you want to lose out in did you gain all of it in like that time no no i took 3 years proper 3 years i took to gain this <laughs> <laughs> okay so this is the first thing first of all if your body see it is not about you know there's a process of how you put on weight huh. there is one fine day when your body is spending out less energy and you're eating more than that mm-hmm. whatever it is whatever the reason might be you're metabolically affected or your hormones are bad or maybe you have had a bad patch in life and you know that is how your appetite has gone wrong whatever it is n number of reasons it might have but okay. then there was one fine moment when this process started in your body and then whatever was surplus like whatever was more than necessary in your body started getting stored in your fat cells mm-hmm. as fat as a form of fat okay so and it is a big long time process like it is it is not going to happen overnight that today you ate some food tomorrow you weighed yourself you were 1 kg higher that is fine but that is water retention in the body mm-hmm. so that is nothing but whenever you eat carbohydrates your body is going to 
like you know hold on to some water because it has sodium in it it is going to hold little bit of water in the body hmm. so that water retention will go off after 2 3 days it will just go off like that and, and you say no no i've lost 1 kg now that 1 kg doesn't stay forever yeah maybe few 30 40 grams out of it might stay forever with you hmm. but not the entire 1 kg is going to be part of your life anymore mm-hmm. so it is a process by which all of it happens so when you're going to lose weight you're going to lose it accordingly the way it happened it is going to go back the same way it is going to go huh. okay so there is no other way around to all of it and see any shortcuts in life then there is there are people who buy lotteries <laughs> and then there are people who do trading yes but then there are people who do trading with different intentions like some people want to you know just go and finish it off yeah. some people want to treat it the other way around as an investment in the long term they look up to it so it is a different story for both of them hmm. and they get both of them get different results <laughs> so it is equivalent to diet and yes. exercise as well that you overdo it will have its own consequences you underdo it will have its own its own consequences and if you do it in the moderation everything is good mm. and my more point is whoever you are following whichever nutritionist you go to or whichever youtube channel you are following mm. you do whatever is justified in your head okay if you feel comfortable doing that 30 day whatever 3 months thing you can do it but my only question is what will happen after when you are going to go back to your routine right like Mm. will you be able ever able to maintain whatever you have done for all these 3 months because no. every effort that you are going to yeah sorry go ahead no 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 of course not as you said when when you're saying that you know uh, these fat diets uh, yeah. i i won't be able to eat the same thing forever exactly i, mean, I don't know if people have that kind of stamina i myself <coughs> it's my personal opinion i will not yeah. be able to do it forever yeah exactly so that is one point because whenever you are going on particular crash diet or say whatever now whatever you are saying that 3 months 30 kg is fat whatever it is so if you go on that particular diet you are making your body go through a certain process right so during that process your body is going to lose something out Mm-hmm. and then if you are going to not maintain it this is what happens on crash diets like if you are going to go on a lot of low calorie diets you will lose weight in faster period but then if you are going to eat more your body is going to put on so much later that next time whenever you plan to go on any diet your body will know that okay this person does this so it will not lose out on that you mm-hmm. know your body is way more smarter than we are <laughs> it is as good as sorry it is as good as the immunity that we develop you know that for one go the first time you had fear exactly. about something in life you uh-huh. faced the fear and you came out there was a fear fight flight response hmm. that happened hmm. and you came out of that fear now second time if somebody tries to scare you that way you're not scared yeah, of course you yeah. make the person fool that oh what is this Mm-hmm. that's what happen when you try to lose weight so if you constantly go on these diets and then you you know go back on that you know hogging and literally starving phases of your life they are going to be you know detrimental to your health because then your body reaches out a stage where it is not going to easily give out even if you go on a structured diet it is not going to give out easily 
Oh, so before yeah. you do anything, you think twice that whether I will be able to sustain that this later as well. Mm. If you can sustain with that, you are really good to go with it. Like I don't have any nothing like that. Like it is the best thing for you if you can really sustain that. At least if you can sustain that diet for, you know, you can say twenty five days a month, you are mm. good to go. Like I would say one day a week is fine. Mm. So at least. Six to seven days a week. If you are following that particular diet and you are able to follow that all your life, you are extremely happy. Like I will be the happiest person if you can do that. But then, uh, yeah, exactly. What what factors do you then keep in mind while providing a diet chart to anyone? Ah, uh, okay. See, now <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> now I'm far away from people. I can't even meet them. Like uh-huh. while I was in India, at least I had an option of seeing them myself sometimes, and you know, right. meeting them. But mm-hmm. now I even don't have that option. So whenever I'm planning diet for anybody, no matter who it is, I should know that person first of all. Okay. Like how is that person in general in life? Mm-hmm. It starts from his schedule. Like, what is he doing in life? Mm. How has he been throughout his childhood? like oh. history makes a lot of difference to me okay. because yeah because i it has a lot of core you know coherence with all of it okay like if a girl is putting on weight since mm. a long time as a child she definitely has something going on wrong around her menstruation since the moment she has had chumps for the first time oh so it all starts from there yeah exactly and you will be surprised to know that i have had like you know young Girls were like sixteen, and have never had regular periods since the time they started it. So it's very sad to know, but yeah, it is a story right now. Mm-hmm. So these kids do have their own pressures going on, and that do affect their hormonal health as well. So whatever we face probably now at the age of twenty seven, twenty eight, these girls are facing at the age of like thirteen, fourteen in a very different way, but they do. they have peer pressure we were never you know expected to look good in our schools <laughs> like <laughs> but they are in a way like in a way that it pressurizes them it wasn't the case with us i guess that is true so that was a different story altogether yeah no pictures are so, pictures from my childhood i don't yeah. want to see them ever again so i <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> they resemble Aadhaar card somewhere. Where's the difference? So we have. So I consider the history basically. No matter how old you are, I'm interested in your history as a medical diseases. If you have ever had family tendencies, like any diseases that typically run in the family, because then you're prone towards it, and you show certain previous signs of it. Mm-hmm. like a girl facing pcod should be having parents having diabetes in the family okay like somewhere it has to be there somewhere in the she lineage. is yeah somewhere okay. in the lineage it has to be there and you always get it like at least 80% of the times you get it in the history somewhere mm-hmm. or she will always have uncles and aunties having thyroid issues diabetes whatever it is like mm-hmm. anything that is going around so i consider the history is very important then i should know any allergies typically if the person has mm. then his general reactions towards certain foods like what he can digest what he cannot certain then i also consider all your physical complaints if you have any like your particularly any physical complaints if you have something like related to digestion like acidity bloating whatever it is so okay. i consider all of it 
and then at the end of the day your current measurements like how you are i always ask for photos mm. because they help me a lot in understanding your fat distribution and all of it okay. and then also maybe if you are in certain uh, like medications already mm. i will definitely ask like see because if you are on a lot of regular medications they always have some depletory effect on the minerals and the vitamins in your body correct if you are on a regular prescription it is always going to be like that mm. your family doctor is very willing to know all of it but he definitely doesn't have time to do all of it so if you come to me it's my duty to do that because i if i'm going to suggest you nutrition vitamins and minerals is a very 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 vital thing at the end of the day that i should be looking into so after i talk to my clients over the first history call i always if i see any signs and symptoms i will always ask them to you know go for certain uh, vitamin levels some vitamin profiles to be done okay and if you are deficient enough as i'm distant here i don't suggest you what vitamins you are supposed to take but then i will always ask you to see your doctor mm. and i will i always try to send them a basic prescription that i want okay. and then i will always ask them to discuss it with their family doctors and get it sorted because that is very crucial what vitamins do is very crucial we don't even understand it but then it has a lot of you know now because of the covid this vitamin d has come up suddenly vitamin c has got like extreme importance <laughs> that we are out of stock everywhere <laughs> but then True. if we would have been taken like taking it regularly i guess this time should have been easier for all of us yes i think uh, the only problem is that traditionally we uh, used to do all this but then somewhere we lost or lost the entire track and now we've moved on to different things and because of and that, yeah there was a big time difference in the generation i feel because my parents generation always thought that we get everything from the food mm-hmm. they are right but only till their childhood <laughs> like the moment our parents went into their 20s and 30s the food quality started getting degraded like anything like yeah. the milk that we used to get for protein it has protein but along with the protein it has a lot of other things that you are not supposed to have correct so basically the food nowadays that we have the air pollution is one different thing that you know depletes a lot of vitamins and minerals from our body the, the air that we pollute mm-hmm. and the air that we breathe in has a lot of depletory effect on the other nutrients in the body that we have and also at the same time the pollution in the food is that bad that you know along with certain good things you are getting a lot and lot of bad things so uh, right now it is the time that all of us are deficient in some or the other things and it is better to you know go back to nutraceuticals take their help get it in and take it like you know finish the topic then and there rather than the nutrition deficiency going so bad in somebody Hmm. where it you know starts like as an example i can tell you vitamin d levels will always go hand in hand with the hormonal imbalance in this young girls or anybody oh. who is like facing hormonal imbalance yeah because somewhere it is all going to depend on the fat metabolism on your body but we are not getting enough vitamin d honestly since uh, we've been one we've been cooped inside and uh, yeah. secondly now even even if you see buildings now the way they are designed everything is yeah. closed yeah. everything yeah, is you are in hvac or certain yeah. temperature 
and yeah. i i feel we are getting pasteurized day by day you know you go outside you are in hot sun and suddenly you are put inside ac exactly so as you said vitamin d is something that i, I think even i might be lacking because i have not gone out as much in the past 7 months uh, because of the lockdown otherwise and i there is a no no even if you go out the problem mm-hmm. comes up with the amount of cosmetics that we use Okay. So we all are using body lotions or some of the other thing before we go out. Like barely bare body, we go out. Uh, okay, I am so not. We are just blocking body. all of it. <laughs> Maximum times we are just blocking the cells, yes. and it is going to not help us get the vitamin D. And also at the end of the day, uh, I don't know. It is not the doctors that are at fault, but it is somehow the school of thought that is in the problem right now. Is even if you do your vitamin levels, mm. the range is so varied that thirty to hundred is normal. But then is thirty six sufficient? No. No. The It's answer is looking at a person. You should be deciding that. that if you have certain issues with your bones and pains and aches that are going on and then if you are not hormonally stable that 36 is not going to make any sense you should be having at least 70 to 80 reading of your vitamin d levels while the range says 30 to 100 hmm. but what for whom the 30 is fine and for whom the 90 is okay is a different story that is subjective but and that is a problem i guess Uh, you, but then when you mention that we pack <laughs> ourselves and we put a lot of lotion and everything but that is also yeah. because uh, the sun is pretty harsh i think vitamin d is something exactly for exactly. night but then I, yeah when i personally get sunburn so after that i started wearing these coats and scarves and everything and the basic thing is uh, we need like every human being generally who is not much active like basic activity level will require somewhere around 1500 units every day for vitamin d Okay. And for that much to get, we should be in uh, like sunlight for like at least four hours, which none of us are. Like, frankly speaking, none of us are. No, no, I'm going to sit outside now. <laughs> yeah. I think I should conduct all and the podcasts outside. You, yeah, <laughs> but still, we will be deficient because along with the like vitamin d there are certain heavy chemicals that we you know face in the air like some heavy metals and all of that so it is all intermingled and also one more thing why are we facing a lot of vitamin d deficiencies at the end of the day it is a fat soluble vitamin it is a d e k we have learned all of this in the school mm-hmm. that it is a fat soluble vitamin so okay. for its absorption in the body you should have good fat levels also or the good fat consumption that you are supposed to do <laughs> so all these refined oils and all of this cheese it is not going to help you at the end of the day okay so all your basic cold pressed oils will help you to retain all of these vitamin d that you absorb generally or also you may be taking a supplement whatever it is so the absorption of it requires some good quality fat in the body if that is not going to be there it is not going to be absorbed even if you you know gulp in a lot of vitamin d yeah. so it's it's all yeah. interrelated in short everything has it's all interrelated yeah okay and then see also like gulping sitting and gulping all of these vitamin supplements and doing nothing <laughs> like sitting only <laughs> on the couch entire day is also not going to help you yeah. so you have to have some activity throughout the day i tell my clients very basic is if you can't do anything just start walking in the house randomly 
you start walking in the house and count the number of steps if that gives you motivation counting the number of steps at the end of the day count the number of steps hmm. it's fine to do that <laughs> but then at least do it if that is possible so somewhere it is all interlinked yes uh will uh, this 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 one more question that people keep putting across that should hmm. stop consuming sugar altogether and is jaggery a good <laughs> solution or option for it okay so see <laughs> ultimately your honey sugar and your palm sugar coconut sugar <laughs> then what else is coming up these days um sweet what, what did you ask me? you know that yeah. some sweetener is sweetener also- is a different thing altogether i'll tell you okay. what sweetener is Uh-huh. so these all different different options your jaggery honey and all of it uh-huh. uh see why people say sugar is bad because it has a lot of sulfate while the process of refining happens mm-hmm. so see the more raw it is the more better it is okay so that's so how people say jaggery is can... better than sugar exactly okay exactly <laughs> but then there are two varieties of jaggery that you get one is a normal jaggery that you will find that is processed the yes. other one has a little percentage of molasses in it so it will help you having some good bacteria mm. so that will be the uh, organic jaggery that you are talking about but ultimately it it is you know sucrose at the end of the day fructose sucrose glucose and galactose are the only forms of sugar when you mm-hmm. when they break out in your body and mm-hmm. all of them give you equal number of calories so all of them give you the equal number of insulin spikes in the body so the only problem is the refined form of version you have more chemicals you get so more sulfur you have more sulfates you will find okay so is which one is better any one that you can afford is better i would always say <laughs> because <clears throat> buying raw honey is not should not be convenient for all of us uh-huh. as far as affordability is concerned hmm. uh buying jaggery should be fine i guess for all of us because that is equivalent in rates with the sugar hmm. and date sugar palm sugar and all of that is fine if you can afford it it is good because hmm. all of them will have their own health benefits as far as giving you certain nutrition is concerned but sugar will be sugar at the end of the day no matter what you use so as if, far as if you don't sugar is concerned yeah exactly ah <laughs> uh, as far as sweetener is concerned what is sweetener basically your uh, a form of sucrose you will find in certain plants Hmm. that is like 1000 times more sweet than your normal sugar okay like normal sucrose some hmm. modification has happened naturally in its own so you will find all of it it is 1000 to 10 times 10000 times more stronger in taste mm-hmm. so just imagine you having two spoons of sugar so hmm. whatever number of particles it will have hmm. divided by 10000 when your sweetener will have okay so immediately the number of calories go down so that's okay. why people say why sweeteners are good because the sweetener equivalent amount like weight to volume ratio if you consider mm. it will be so less that it will have somewhere around you know 0.6 calories and all something like that that is not even countable sometimes so they write zero calorie ideally it doesn't have zero it has mm. some half calorie or something like that but then it is absolutely not counted because ideally according to labeling law if a calorie count goes then goes below 1 calorie you are not supposed to count it okay 
so okay. that way it goes like that so that is a sweetener sweetener is nothing but some naturally occurring thing or hmm. chemically made now erythritol is something which is chemically made mm-hmm. stevia is naturally found then your sucralose uh sometimes it will be chemically made sometimes you might find it naturally hmm. so depends on the brand that you're going to buy also depends on the expenses that you spend okay like the natural derivatives might be little expensive Hmm. chemical ones would be obviously more cheaper okay. but i would always say if you are on the boundary and if you are on the you know verge of having diabetes on a very different level and if that is affecting your entire body hmm. in some or the other way i would suggest you go for sugar free for certain time if you cannot curb the you know if you cannot Maybe. cut down the sugar immediately you hmm. can take help of them but don't rely completely on them like mm-hmm. take their help for some time and then slowly slowly start just you know moving them away okay sairi yeah. what is your take on alcohol consumption most of my friends ask this question <laughs> to us oh god ah <laughs> uh, see it is bad obviously i should support my profession and say that it is bad okay yeah and yeah it is bad but then you should have your own preferences given okay. a chance if you are just going to drink it for the sake of you enjoying it is fine probably once a month hmm. but then uh don't make it more than that probably once in 3 weeks max like 20 days 15 to 20 days max Mm-hmm. not more than that and it depends on what all you drink and if you are just drinking it out of the stress then i would not suggest you to do that okay. because that's not advisable mm-hmm. it is if it is just happening organically sometimes over some party at a place or something like that around it i feel it should it should be fine and it should be okay and subtle in that way but not more than your basic limits like it will vary from person to person hmm but ideally if it is inevitable then it should be once in 3 weeks not more than that definitely okay. and not with sugary drinks for sure okay like if possible try avoid taking avoiding uh, having alcohol with sugary drinks something like coke and sprite right, right, right. or maybe cocktails are going to be a bad thing for you but yeah that that's what my take is all on alcohol <laughs> and it also depends on your liver function test if your liver functions are bad then even that once in month is not going to be a good deal for you your liver is already crying out so it depends it is oh. completely uh, subjective i would say person to person so then have everything in moderation bad. would be the right point yeah it's like if you want to enjoy it okay fine you can have it once in a month i feel that should be enough well sally moving towards your team how big is your team and what are their roles <laughs> currently it's only me <laughs> and yeah and a friend of mine what you're managing yeah, one man show. exactly one man show and like since couple of months i have a friend of mine Mm-hmm. and she helps me out doing my social media like not exactly marketing i don't do marketing at all uh-huh. so she helps me whatever content i want to put on the social media nowadays she just helps me editing it mm-hmm. and maybe putting on appropriate pictures or something like that so she just helps out and now because i am here in canada and she is in india mm-hmm. she can really handle the instagram inquiries and all of that what happens like sometimes if there are any because of the time difference she does that for me Okay okay 
so, so that's uh, it that's the team <laughs> that's the team how did you start how did you get your first client oh. how did you build your client base uh, <laughs> so did you got so everything funny. organically without marketing so that is the story yeah, i yeah, i have got yeah 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 exactly so while i was studying nutrition back in pune huh. i used to stay with uh, two of my roommates and okay. one of them happened to be pretty younger to both of us Mm-hmm. so she was like 5 years younger to me and she was in that complete teenage zone okay and she was starting back then mm-hmm. so she knew and her friends used to always come to our house and you know we used to have some dinner parties and all of that like basic because mm-hmm. we were elder and they were younger so we used to cook and they used to come home <laughs> so that's what we did all our life and her friends used to stay in the hostel so our house used to be like you know late night thing for them so they used right. to come and they knew that i'm studying and they felt maybe i'm losing weight because i'm implementing things on me acha so they were just behind me and they came one day home that we are here today even i had not completed my certification back then mm-hmm. they had come home that we are here and you have to give us diet so i remember i charged them some 100 or 150 bucks <laughs> just for the sake of charging something because they were like no no you have to take something from us i also remember i had taken 50 from somebody whatever uh-huh. so and they were like no no you have to give us that and they they followed it like they really did it and uh-huh. one of them was my first client which i uh with pcod i guess okay. yeah mm-hmm. so she was my first client and she she did it so well that her mom had called me and said i don't know what you have done but she has started getting her periods regularly and her face had gone really nice and all of that so yeah i remember that was my first pcod case ever like <laughs> i never had gone anywhere they just came home <laughs> they were sitting on my head you give us that uh-huh. so that's how i started okay so this is how i started and, and after that it just built from there how did you find keep finding oh god my friends have helped me a lot throughout this like you know my uh, my friend in pune she happens to be eha so mm-hmm. she literally sent me her brother then huh. her few friends like okay she is my friend and she is doing really good you know you should see her that kind of thing so yes. it just started eventually like i i was i used to stay in uh, with a flat of like one bedroom hall kitchen mm-hmm. and i remember i i had a study table and only one chair <laughs> at that time so okay. whoever used to come for consultation i used to borrow like two chairs from my my neighbor i whenever okay. i used to have consultation i used to literally borrow chairs from that auntie and just to uh-huh. give me chairs okay. and that's how i did my initial first 3 4 months so because people used to come home like i had no place hmm. and probably 3 4 years back online consultation wasn't such a cool thing that it is right now like probably yes. now when i tell people online they're like ha ah, okay fine because that's how it works now so it is after covid it has become like one normal thing now yes. now if i ask somebody to come and see me they'll be like ha ah, why we do it online <laughs> so it will be another situation but that time it was a different world altogether like four years back okay. so i used to do it at home so i remember i had bought my <laughs> chairs for myself after like six months of my practice till then that aunty started keeping those two chairs at my house only <laughs> then she used to take it when she needed it <laughs> so it was that bad and my friends have always sent me like clients and then they sent me more clients so i was very lucky to you know have people that have stayed with me like even i am sometimes in touch with my client who was like four years old client of mine 
ஒருத்தர்ஸ்ிகேஷன் Hmm. and it made me happy like because i wasn't giving them any medicine and they were eating the food at their own houses and hmm. they were happy at the end of the day i've always had all of this 40s and 50s wale uncle aunties who have helped me build my business <laughs> literally don't like, worry you know, there are there are actually a few more in line from my end also they are just waiting when you are <laughs> getting all set up because they have heard a lot about you and they like okay when is she free can you just tell me when she free i'm like i don't know <laughs> when she comes on the oh podcast god <laughs> <laughs> and i don't take clients if i'm not free like this is what i like people talk about this but then i don't feel justified so i i sometimes don't take clients because i feel if i take money from somebody yeah, i should yeah. have that enough time to give it otherwise i won't like i have not taken you <laughs> i know i am also waiting in line waiting list pe hum log reservation but then i don't feel good if i'm not giving you that much time I agree. I've been waiting for the past two months, by the way. So if you're planning to get in touch with her, you have to start right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now the podcast, and you can start doing few things on your own for now, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will. Anyway, I'm sleeping on time and waking up on time. The so everybody who comes to me after the podcast, I am always going to ask them whether they have done all of it. <laughs> Then only I will take you guys. That is going to make my job so easier now. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a nice thing. <laughs> yeah, she's already given basic tips, so you have to breathe first, like before going to her. Only breathe ten times and go. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no so you should start doing all of this at least for two weeks now i should keep a cap good good thing that i've done and ah it's nice <laughs> i i can literally tell people go to the podcast listen to this five yes. things if you're not doing it don't come to me come to me after you do it for three weeks oh, and you will feel difference on your own yeah i got it's a good thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, actually, good. <laughs> you give me that five-minute video clip of like only that yes, part. Yes, yes. I I just have I that. Let people do do it first, huh. and then we'll talk about your diet. Done. I'll add this clip somewhere so that you know people can just go. You can please please look at this clip, and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to. I will. Sadi, so what what is the uh, one thing you love about what you do? Apart from uh, yeah, that I like talking. Ah, <laughs> uh, one thing that I like about love about what I do is I get to learn a lot of things, right? And I get to empathize with so many people hmm. that uh, you know, frankly speaking, nothing in my life seems challenging to me now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just twenty-seven, and I have heard like more than three hundred people <laughs> till now. <laughs> and yeah it it literally you know makes me so strong at certain points that no matter what challenge i see and also it gives me strength to talk to other people that no matter challenge what challenges they have i have seen worst like <laughs> i have seen worst happening with somebody else and that person has already come up from it so i don't 
feel any of my problem is going to be larger in any of that context henceforth so that has always given me motivation to you know somehow everything is going to be fine and you everything can be dealt with that that confidence i've always got that reflects on the way you speak honestly if if you hadn't told me you're 27 i wouldn't have believed you uh, i think <laughs> maybe she okay. like, women never tell their real age so yeah <laughs> so what is one advice you would like to give somebody you know who is who wants to pursue this as a career option ah it is very interesting career <laughs> to be very frank you will never be bored because every day is a new day and every day you will have a lot of new people coming with new challenges and maybe you have seen one challenge 100 times but it will be different every second time it is going to come up and show you okay so yeah it is very interesting first of all you will never be bored but mm-hmm. then unless you are passionate about this don't really get into all of it because if you are going to try to fit in everybody in one uh, you know one measuring scale they are not going to be there so every person demands their own different scale and secondly uh, no matter how easy going this profession looks you have to study like you have to literally take up the books and study there is no other way around i mean there is no easy escape to it and even if it looks that there is an easy escape because now you know even in the lockdown period there were many academies that come up they had their online courses and you know become a nutritionist in 5 days 4 days mm. whatever thing mm. it you can have a basic knowledge of it but then at the end of the day if you see anybody amrita around me i don't see any person who doesn't have any physical associations of their weight Correct. so it is very difficult to find somebody who doesn't have anything only weight is on higher side perfect <laughs> then only i because that attitude you cannot really keep it in your mind yeah. i understand that you can be somebody who is not from the medical background i i get it it is fine <laughs> to pursue this as a career but then be open to the terms be open to learn it maybe <laughs> you can have some good friends around some good mentors to follow some good books to read yeah so they are there to help you and then you should be always in the journey you should be ready to always learn and monetize like uh, if you have monetary things on your mind maybe this is not the profession for you because if you keep money as a first thing you will definitely fall short of some mm. things in life like in near future maybe probably for a year or two you will definitely grow but then what i feel now is if because see i don't do marketing marketing as such i've never done it till today mm-hmm. and i would not want to do it but then today if i get a client from somebody who was my client 5 years 4 years back i mean that's what i want in life yeah so if you want that to happen it should always be the best of you and i have always had clients that i wasn't able to help but then as a person what i did was i always stop charging them after a point because that's what i could do while i was learning and i was trying to help them out i stopped charging them because why would they stay with me otherwise there are 100 other people outside that they can go to and right. still if they wish to stick with you you should be loyal to them that's what that is what remains in your hand at the end of the day 
so anybody who wants to pursue is choose a right course for yourself choose a right path for yourself like study is the only option hmm. no matter how you know starry and how glossy this profession looks it is not that easy mm-hmm. because uh, everybody feels it's nice <laughs> yeah know? yeah everything can be a nutritionist over the roof and yeah. you'll be all fine everything is, is difficult not i guess putting the effort that is necessary and i think building lasting yeah, connections is important the person like as a whole completely because every person is different every person is different trust me <laughs> doesn't work true true agreed yeah. Uh, yeah. be ready to do hard work <laughs> yes. that's what i can tell somebody who wants to pursue the career but yeah, it's not boring definitely i i can make that out because you are talking to a lot of people everything is an experiment and you know uh, and you have lasting connections which you keep on talking about two three years, i mean people who have been with you for two to three years is like that means that they trust what you do so yeah and even if they finish the processes they are still in contact with me some or the other way so that makes me even more richer at the end of the day i feel right. yes So yeah. uh Sally since you are in a continuous process of unsettling <laughs> and learning new <laughs> things about people uh what your definition of settling <laughs> uh, I guess unsettling itself is a settling for me <laughs> because couple of months back I moved from like a continent all together yes she did <laughs> so yeah so in a way it's like uh, trying to be comfortable but then that never happens with me like the moment i'm comfortable with something something new comes up that's what it like no plan has worked for me for now so i've stopped planning okay. and i only like work every day i try to work my day best that's what i feel is settling down <laughs> like right now for me it is like you know justifying my entire day schedule and like uh-huh. you know trying to <laughs> stabilize all my cases that's what i i mean i would want to settle and have a formula that i can apply every day but that doesn't happen <laughs> yeah i would be happiest to do that but then yeah settling for me is like you know you are in your own mental comfort and mental peace i would say mm-hmm. where even if your work is stress it shouldn't be a stress for you for me that is the case like even if i have a have a lot of work it it is not a stress for me i like it's now see it's 12 in the night and my entry level is still the same so this is what happens generally with clients as well like you've spoken to me quite a few times now so you know already yes i do i do yeah yeah so i i think uh, i will not take much of your time since we have almost spoken till the next day <laughs> yes midnight and now it's almost next day for you So thank you, yeah. Sally. Thank you for sharing so much information and uh, talking yeah. about lifestyle changes that we can uh, implement. Everybody can implement, and yeah. uh, I'm sure that you know. I hope you keep on getting more clients, and I hope you have more time <laughs> than that so that you can uh, yeah. you know, talk to each one of them. Yeah. That is that is my only hope. Thank you so much for sharing this about yeah. your journey and about all this. Thank you, Sally. Thank you for coming. Welcome. Back. And Sally, how can people get in touch with you if they want to? Ah, uh, okay. So you can, yeah. Right now, my website is under construction. Okay. And my Instagram page is on. 
okay. so you can just drop in your uh, message there or maybe on facebook messenger as well so wherever okay. you want is fine done so i will be adding the links in the description and anybody who wants to get yeah. in touch with her uh, you can definitely do so sure she will whenever yes. she has the time she will get back to you <laughs> yeah instagram i somebody will definitely reply you guys yeah, taking yeah. in the like personal contact will might take some days off yes, but yeah yes, we will get and reply whoever is you there will get, get in touch with you yeah yes for sure, for sure. yes okay saili thank you so much <laughs> it was really nice coming on your podcast this is my first podcast ever it didn't yeah, seem that way by the way but okay i believe you <laughs> okay that's nice <laughs> hello people thank you for tuning in if you like this episode and you like unsettling all you have to do is give me a feedback and for that please visit my instagram page that is amritasukumar_unsettling and uh, well you can send me a dm or you can send me a mail all the details are there on that page i would love for you to just tell me how you feel yeah and do you and if you have, would like to share your stories you have to let me know because i would love to listen to them till then stay tuned to unsettling like share subscribe follow let your friends know and uh, stay safe yeah <laughs> right